We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's October 24th, it is 2023. We have two NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast, joined today by TJ. NBA season is back. We're back on a normal five days a week morning grind schedule. I know uh, we took Monday off and we've been taking a couple days off. Listen, I had to recharge the batteries a little bit, all right? So... Um, I've enjoyed a couple couple nights going to sleep at like 10.30. I don't know what that is, but uh, TJ, what's happening, my friend? Excited for basketball to be back. Only a two-game slate to start things out, but they're both exciting games. We got high totals, close spreads, some of the best players in the league playing, and it's the NBA season is here. So very exciting stuff. I'm, I'm ready to dive in. Yeah, I'm excited basketball's back. Um, I am strictly a single-entry player when it comes to NBA. Just I'll, I'll probably say that a million times throughout the season. But with kids and not having the, the time needed to make adjustments to lineups, um, I strictly focus single-entry on NBA. So um, if you're new to NBA, opportunity equals fantasy points. <laughs> I mean, um, that's one of my favorite things. I don't look at a ton of defensive stats. I'm interested to hear your thoughts, TJ. I'm, I'm much more of usage minutes, that kind of stuff. When it comes to the NBA, I, I, I hardly ever look at like defensive matchups unless, I mean, throughout the year we'll be like, all right, well, we know centers against Charlotte, just an amazing spot. You know, that's something that, you know, we'll talk about a bunch, but um, I am, I am minutes and I think minutes equal opportunity. 
Yep, I'm with you there. And the one other thing I'd throw in is not so much defensive stats from the other team, but pace. Pace yep. is the one thing that I look at quite a bit because it kind of factors in with those other things that you mentioned of it comes down to usage and opportunity. And a lot of the time, uh, some all minutes aren't created equal. Correct. And so uh, getting a few extra possessions in there is something I'm really interested in looking at as well. Also, um, I mean, if you are a longtime morning grind listener, um, we've changed some stuff up this off season with uh, foot baseball and football. We are now live on YouTube. Most nights it will be at 10 p.m. Eastern. You can hang out with us live, hang out and chat. We try to answer questions in chat as we're going. Um, and yeah, come hang out with us. Subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind on YouTube. It's a separate uh, YouTube compared to this the regular rotor grinders so um yeah if you haven't if you haven't already make sure you subscribe hang out um all right tj we got two games slate like you said you know just it's a slate with a lot of uh a lot of studs you know we have four really good basketball teams and a, a great way to kick off the nba season is have you know two games with really good potential and uh both of these games have really good potential so let's get into it Get started with the Lakers at the Nuggets. 228 total in this game. Denver, a four and a half point favorite. Only injury news here that we have as of right now is Vanderbilt is questionable. Or no, he got ruled out. Just kidding. He got ruled out uh, for the Lakers. I, I literally told TJ that before the show that I had wrote, I wrote it down as questionable when I did my injury report earlier. And I was like, oh, he got ruled out today. Um, throughout the day, I was like, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> Guess what? I messed it up. We'll start with the Lakers here, TJ. I mean, as far as the Lakers are concerned, not too much difference in what we saw last year. They brought in, you know, Jackson Hayes, Tarion Prince, Cam Reddish, Christian Wood. Gabe Vincent came over as well. Um, Malik Beasley gone, Mobamba gone, Dennis Schroeder gone, Tristan Thompson gone, and their playoff man, Lonnie Walker, um, has left as well. Um, let's talk about the Lakers. What do you what do you like here? I mean, Anthony Davis up top is definitely my preferred spend-up option of this team. If I'm choosing between one of LeBron or Anthony Davis, it's probably going to be AD here. Um, but both Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell, I think, look like really strong mid-tier options today. Um, the one low-owned option that I'm very, very interested in getting to is going to be Christian Wood. Like you mentioned, no Jared Vanderbilt. And if he's really going to be sub 5% or even just single digit own on a two game slate to start off the season. Obviously like it's listed at like 1% right now, but I'm assuming that's going to go up. Um, but if this stays in single digit, I think that is the best like boom bust spot on a slate because we haven't projected for what 15 minutes right now, but I feel like that could be seven minutes and it could be 27 minutes. And he is a, he's always been a great point per minute producer um, and so I'd be looking to like the Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell as the main three I would want to get to. But um, Christian Wood, I think, makes for a very, very interesting tournament play. I think Christian Wood's going to get decent minutes off the bench, but I think his usage is going to be really high um, because, I mean, he's competing with usage with like Gabe Vincent and Hachimara, I would assume would kind of be like the usage guys in that second unit so i mean prince he's gonna start 
He's going to be a, a solid value play. I know at least on DraftKings, because that's what I have up in front of me. He's 3,500 over there. Um, I mean, he's not a huge point per minute guy. So you're really just playing him because he's starting. He's going to probably play like 25 minutes and he's 3,500 kind of play. Uh, he's not my favorite value play on the slate for what it's worth. I feel like there's some better upside plays than him. I with you. I'm with you. I think Anthony Davis over LeBron. Uh, if I'm going to pay up for one of the two, if I pay up, I can. You could pay up for both of them if you really wanted to. I kind of like the Phoenix Golden State game a little bit more than this game. Um, so, I mean, overall, I definitely like this spot for Anthony Davis. I love the Christian Wood call, and um, yeah, Austin Reeves I think is a phenomenal play. I think he's someone we definitely want to get exposure to. I know Russell's still somewhat cheap on um, DraftKings, and I haven't looked too much into FanDuel yet, but I think that he's obviously um, in play. I'm not used to having um, everything kind of like live for me here night before. NBA is like a, a true first look podcast, and like I've already done a lot of research for this slate because we have our content back. <laughs> our content, um, we had content early for premium subscribers. So let's go to Denver. You know, obviously, Jokic, everyone, I think everyone should at least have one Jokic team. Um, I think he's going to be the highest owned stud on the slate. And I think that, you know, this is an amazing spot for Jokic. And if you can make him work, you make him work. Exactly. hundred percent. If, if you can make him work, you can make him work. And I think at 50 plus percent ownership, like you mentioned, he's going to be the highest owned guy. I could maybe see myself trying to find ways to not make it work and kind of just stick with those mid-range builds because he is quite expensive, especially if you compare him to these other studs. Like, I can get Anthony Davis for over a 1000 cheaper. I can get Kevin Durant for 1600 cheaper. Bradley Beal is below $7K. Um, they are, there are these strong mid-tier options. And so for me, it'll just be whether or not in my tournament lineups I want to pay up for Jokic or stick in the mid-tier. Um, but in cash games, I think you just try and force them in. Yeah. I mean, so like I said, I play single entry. He's definitely my favorite stud. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'll, I'll find other ways to get different on this slate, but he's the guy. I think Jamal Murray on non Jokic teams is super interesting building like a Jamal Murray, Michael Porter jr. Hoping Jokic doesn't go for like 60 team is, you know, I think, a way to get different with your Denver builds. It's a two game slate. I mean, Jokic is going to be 60% owned. Um, so that's always what you're worried about when you're playing Jokic is just ownership. And it's going to be even higher on a two game slate. I like Michael Porter jr. I don't hate Aaron Gordon. Uh, KCP should play a good amount of minutes here. The bench is where it gets super interesting. Uh, TJ, because like, I don't know where the usage I was trying to project this um, when I was looking at research earlier, but I have no idea. I, I assume the usage is going to be Christian Braun. I, I just, I'm interested to hear your takes on like the second unit usage here um, for opening night. So for single entry style stuff today, I think I'm very interested in doing the Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, maybe and KCP route do the fate of Jokic and build that mid-tier style team. But I think if I were running 150 in this spot, which I still may, I don't really know yet. I haven't uh I haven't looked at it fully, looked at the different contests. I think this Denver bench is the best spot to capitalize on in 
150 max. And I think you go to like lineup HQ, you set a rule that you don't want to play more than one or two of these bench guys, but I think you get exposure to all of them. Justin Holiday, Julian Strother, uh, maybe a little Reggie Jackson, and then of course Christian Braun, uh, Braun being my favorite of that group. I think you just take shots on all of these guys today um, if you're building a lot of lineups because we really don't know what the second half of their rotation is going to be. We're just guessing, and everybody's just guessing. And so if all of these guys are going to be one, two, three percent owned on a two-game slate, I'm I'm probably going to try and get like five to eight percent of each of them, make sure I'm doubled the field. So if one of them ends up playing 24 minutes off the bench, has a great game, then I'm 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 over the field. Yeah, I mean, listen, Denver, I, I every year I go through and I, you know, start looking at like situations and like who's gone, who's in, who's out type of thing. They really, I mean, Justin Holiday came in, and then like you mentioned, Julian Strother. Um, but Bruce Brown, Thomas Bryant, Jeff Green, Ish Smith, they're gone. I mean, the second unit um, is a lot weaker overall than it was, you know, for this run that Denver had last season. So I'm really interested in, like I said, Christian Braun. I like the Julian um, Strother call a lot. You know, he is really cheap, and dude shot lights out in preseason. I mean, preseason NBA is something people will overreact to, but I mean, it's two games slate. We got to at least look at it. So um, one thing else I want to note here really quick is with a shallow bench, um, could see big minutes from Denver players in this game. I mean, they, we could see a, a very high minute, like kind of run here for some of these guys, like Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray. These guys might play big minutes, Aaron Gordon. And, don't forget like everything that has been said off the court <laughs> this off season about um you know Denver Denver being the daddy or uh, it was the coach right saying that he's the daddy to the Lakers or something and like there's going to be a little bit of extra motivation a little pep in the step for um the Lakers in this game yeah exactly um you never really know how to quantify that kind of thing who's going to be the person to take it on <laughs> Um, maybe that gets you to want to get a little overweight on LeBron James and tournaments coming in at like early, early on at like low twenties projected ownership. Um, so maybe that does make him a little bit more interesting for tournaments. The one thing I'll say is how I usually like to do tournaments in a small, on a small slate like this, I will game stack one of the two games. Like that's kind of, I, I very rarely will just try and have an even match of the two. I want to play this as one. Chances are one of them stays relatively close and one of them maybe doesn't. Uh, we don't know which one it's going to be with these spreads, but I would rather play the game of I'm in a, I, I, I get the total that goes 124 to 120 and the other game ends up 108, 107, something like that. Even if it's close, it's a much lower scoring game. And I would rather, like if I'm building three, I'll have a one game stack of one, one game stack of the other, and then maybe the other one will be somewhere in between. But um, I'm going to be loading up in my lineup. So the one team that I I'm, I was talking about, Denver, like I'm going to get, I'll play Murray, Gordon, and Caldwell Pope together, and I'll run it back with Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, and maybe even somebody like a Torian Prince on the other side, and just try and get like as much exposure as possible there. Uh, nothing else real, really to add on this one. Uh, let's move on to the other game here. We got Phoenix at Golden State, 232 and a half total in this one. Golden State, a one point favorite. Draymond out. 
Booker and Beal officially questionable. Um, we'll see if they play. That's obviously the news. You know, it wouldn't be an NBA slate if we didn't have big news. And, and of course, it's the late game. Hopefully, we get some kind of um, news here. But I mean, what we what we know is they both want to play. Um, they're both expected to play. Um, Frank Vogel said that he hopes to have them both available for this game. So I'm kind of under the, I'm like everything I wrote up today and under, and you know, did all that stuff was under the assumption that both of these guys play. But I mean, obviously if they're out, we'll talk about that, but um, all right. So I, I got them talking about how like Denver was a team that didn't have a ton of moves. Phoenix had some of the most moves um, in the NBA when it came to off season. Aiton is gone. Bismack Biombo is gone. Baisley's gone. Tory Craig's gone. Chris Paul is gone. Cameron Payne is gone. Terrence Ross is gone. Shamit's gone. TJ Warren is gone. Obviously, if you look at that list, DeAndre Ayton being gone, Chris Paul being gone, Cameron Payne being gone, and TJ Warren being gone are like the big, big names here. Grayson Allen is with Phoenix now. Bates Diop, Bradley Beal, Boy Boyle, Drew Eubanks, Gordon or Jordan Goodwin. Eric Gordon, Little, and Nurkic. Um, so, like, a, a completely different uh, front court here for the Suns with Aiton gone, Nurkic coming in. Um, let's start with Phoenix. I, I think this is one of the, the spots on this slate, TJ, where I'm like, we have no idea how to project the usage. Everything I want to project says Kevin Durant should be the alpha um but like who who are we gonna say or who are we how are we gonna sit here and say like booker and beal are not gonna get their shots um so does do we see more of like a kevin durant you know creating opportunities passing more type of kevin durant or do we still see kevin durant you know trying to score 40 points what are your thoughts here on phoenix We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know, but I think they're all priced where I want to play at all. I want to play all of them. Um, at this spot on draft, like they're priced up a bit on FanDuel, but on drafting specifically, it like, they're they're priced to succeed and so like even if they're all relatively balanced out and they take they take a hit they can all still put up massive games for those price tags durant should be 9500 booker should be 9200 beal should probably be 78 
And so I definitely think Beal is the clear number three. Like you look back to the Miami Heat uh, when uh, LeBron and Wade were there. Early on, there were games that it was it was LeBron's game. There were games that it was D Wade's game. But Chris Bosh was always the number three. I think that's going to be the case with Bradley Beal. There's going to be games where he's super hot from three and puts up 40 points. But for the most part, I think he's going to be the clear number three. I think Booker is going to be the de facto point guard and is going to likely probably average seven, eight assists this year, six to eight assists this year. Um, so I have a lot of interest in in all three of these guys for fantasy purposes throw Nurkic in there too. Eric Gordon, I think is amazing uh, today. Not amazing in general, but an amazing fantasy play today. Um, but Booker Dur- and Durant specifically, I'm going to try and get to a lot of these guys. I think, you know, obviously I'm with you. I think getting exposure to Phoenix is, I mean, this game as a whole just seems really good. Um, it's projected to be the faster paced of, of the two games. Um, and I kind of agree with that. So, I have a lot of interest in Durant. I mean, for what it's worth, I was just going to say with Durant, we talked about the narrative between Los Angeles and Denver. That's going into Golden State first game of the season. That is kind of a narrative I want to buy into. Um, hoping the best here. I think that's Jordan Addison. It is Jordan Addison leaving the field, going to the locker room. Um, hoping the best for him because that would uh, it would shape up next week's slate because all the sites already have the slates posted. And if he's out and Jefferson's out, uh, Minnesota is going to be interesting going up against Green Bay. He's putting up um, an insane game this game too. He, yeah. I mean, fantasy wise, I mean, he crushed tonight, but hopefully he's okay. Um, I didn't see the play. I just looked up and saw that he was um, going off the field. I, I do want to note really quick, as far as like Phoenix is concerned. Um, I think Okaji is really interesting. Because I, I, if he starts, he's super interesting. But also, if Okaji starts, I kind of so my projected starting lineup for them is Beal, Booker, Okaji, Durant, Nurkic. If that is the starting five, I have a lot of interest, a lot of interest in Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon as second unit producers in this game. Um, so yeah. watch that news. So. And that's I don't, and either of those guys could end up closing depending on how they're playing as well. Yeah, I could easily see Eric Gordon or Grayson Allen closing over Okaji um, in a in a close game that's competitive. So, and in this game, maybe even over Nurkic uh, as well. Oh yeah, because I mean the size game. So, all right, let's go to Golden State Warriors here. Um, obviously, like mentioned, Draymond Green out. I think that is. Um, it's huge news on this slate, at least, because that definitely means Looney is going to have to play 25 to 30 minutes in this one. Another team that didn't have a ton of moves this offseason, DiVincenzo's gone. Um, Jordan Poole was the the huge one here. And we should note, like, Jermichael Green is gone as well. They brought in Chris Paul, Rudy Gay. Uh, Dario Sarge um, is an interesting Ru- one. Rudy Gay's already gone. Oh, yeah, he, that's right. He got – I forgot. You're right. Um, going and looking at the Golden State side of this game, I think a lot of focus is going to be potentially on Curry. One of my favorite, if not my favorite play on the slate today is Clay Thompson. Um, Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins should have really high roles here with Draymond Green off the floor. Steph's going to get his, um, but I, I feel like this is a spot we could 
look at Clay Thompson and Wiggins. Like Chris Paul is going to be a fantastic fit for this team. He can be that role player that goes out and gets 12 assists and you're getting a guy like Chris Paul dishing the ball off to Curry and Clay. Like that's scary to even think about. If you're playing 150 lineups and you want to play Chris Paul and Wiggins in all 150, I think that is totally reasonable. They're going to both be 80-ish percent owned. Um, And so you like factor that into some things, but they are just, they are the two guys who are the most grossly underpriced on this slate. I do like, we're projecting Clay for almost 50% ownership right now. I don't think it's going to be that much. And so I do think it'll be a very strong tournament play, but Paul and Wiggins, they just like, they are the two best plays on the slate. You can play Curry with, with them. It's a two game slate. You can game stack up whatever you want. If you're not playing Chris Paul, I would say you're making sure you're either playing Steph Curry or Gary Payton uh, Jr. Like Gary Payton the second, if you're playing um, say something like a game stack of the Lakers and Denver um, and you're fading Chris Paul, I would make sure I throw in Gary Payton as a value because you're kind of assuming that Phoenix and Golden State game is going to be a blowout or he gets hurt, and that's why you're fading him. And so if that's the case, I think Gary Payton is probably your most likely player to succeed in that situation, if not, you're if you're not going Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah, I Chris Paul is way too cheap on DraftKings. Um, like it, it's his price is is kind of silly and then like with draymond getting ruled out it'd be interesting to see like the role that like draymond and chris paul like you know is is chris paul gonna affect draymond's like passing and assist totals and dfs totals just in general um i think the answer to that question is yes we'll see over the you know the first you know two three weeks of the season but i think for this game with draymond out chris paul um 5600 wiggins 5500 i agree with you um i mean they're two of if not the two top plays on the slate as far as point per dollar and i keep saying like i i don't have Fanduel in front of me my account got locked again gosh it's so annoying like <laughs> they make it so difficult to log into their um, website <laughs> listen i get it and i'm glad that that happens that like you can't get your account hacked and everything but Oh, it's so hard to get on there. Um, I guess I could pull up. I, I'm not used to having um, lineup HQ actually live when we do the podcast, but let me pull up really quick. Um, NBA FanDuel and are they? I think Chris Paul is priced up, right? If I remember correctly, he's 8K on FanDuel, so that obviously makes Chris Paul a lot tougher on FanDuel. Um, but Wiggins and and Clay Thompson, I know, are cheap. Um. Kaminga, I feel like he's going to be someone that gets a lot of ownership, projected ownership anyway. He's cheap. He kind of projects to play in that like 24 to 26 minute range. Like, I think he's another guy that you're looking at, you know, as far as value on the slate. Like, Golden State, probably the highest owned team on the two game slate, just in general. So, I mean, you could get different by going overweight on, like, the Lakers and Denver. But, I mean, Golden State-Phoenix game, just it just looks so juicy on paper. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I'm going to be either, like, I'm going to be game stacking one of the two of these. I'll probably play three lineups, and that's kind of what I'm leaning to. I'll game stack one. Uh, I'll game stack LA-Denver in one. But I think it'll be a Phoenix and Golden State game stack in the other two of these games. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, let's play the morning grind game. If anyone has any questions in chat, um, we, we kind of got through the slate breakdown so fast because, I mean, it is two games. All right, morning grind game. Favorite play, we're using DraftKings pricing. Favorite play, under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like? Eric Gordon. Oh, Eric Gordon. All right. I like that one. Um, I always try to, like, go contrarian here. I don't know how contrarian this is, but give me Christian Braun from Denver. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Let's go with on day one. It feels scary because people have been talking smack about him and that never goes well, but I'm going LeBron James. I will go Devin Booker here. Who's your favorite 6X play on the slate? Doesn't matter where, price, ownership. Who's your favorite 6X play? Yeah, it's Chris Paul. Yep, love that call. Um, I I mean, I hate to do it, but I'm going to go Wiggins. I feel like when you're looking at like 6X, man, you just got to look at these guys. These two guys are just, they're, they're too cheap on DraftKings. Yeah. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. It's a two-game slate, but... Who is your let's get weird GPP play of the day? I'm going with Gary Payton on uh, the Golden State Warriors. I think if it with Chris Paul, especially in higher dollar single entry style stuff, he's going to be upwards of 90 plus percent owned. I think trying something crazy, not playing Paul in a lineup and going with Gary Payton second is a very interesting contrarian way to go about things that has a clear path to success it's just if it's a blowout if paul's in foul trouble if paul gets hurt gary payton is likely going to have a very big day at very small ownership i'm gonna go Nurkic. if you're not playing Jokic, um Jokic is just gonna have so much ownership at center on this slate and as he should as he should if you're not, or if you're playing on DraftKings, you could potentially play both of these guys but if you're not playing Jokic, i think Nurkic. If Phoenix forces Golden State to play big, like Nurkic could have a big game if he's able to get like 28 minutes in this game. So um, I think Nurkic is super interesting for large field tournament stuff. So he's my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Let's go to the betting aside for the last question here. Um, favorite bet or player prop that you have for these two games? Looking at these now, I do. I want to find uh, Devin Booker's assist prop. Plus, it's it's at six right now at most places. Six and a half at some of them. I like the over here. I just think this is going to be something that he ends up greatly exceeding throughout the year. Like I think this is a prop that's going to be projected higher and higher as the year goes on. I think people are getting it wrong. Um, and so either that one or Austin Reeves at four and a half uh, assists. I like that one as well. Those were the first two that I was looking at. I like it. I like it. If you're on prize picks or if you haven't um, joined prize picks, 
Well, first of all, join through the Rotor Grinders links. Thank you. We appreciate it. Second of all, take advantage of the Steph Curry 0.5 points. Um, yeah. Don't miss out on that one. I think they max it at like 20 or 25 bucks or something along those lines. But Also on prize picks, I do really like uh, Jamal Murray. You can get him for, for 20 and a half points. It's higher basically everywhere across the injury in terms it's of... It's up to 22 and a half. It moved. All right. Well, there you go. So uh, yeah. too late. <laughs> it, it it moved um so my my i'm not gonna go to a bet either i'm gonna go to a player prop as well um technically if you're playing on prize picks or sports books this one is almost the same everywhere so give me anthony davis more than 38 and a half points rebounds and assists anthony davis looks fantastic i don't know if anybody watched preseason nba but looks really in shape and i think that he could potentially have a huge season if he can stay healthy. It's always about staying healthy with Anthony Davis. Let's be honest. Um, you know, if he can stay healthy, I think that he's someone that he could, God, he could just smash this number. So um, give me Anthony Davis for more than 38 and a half uh, points, rebounds and assists. I was looking at this uh, TJ. He, I think he hit this in three of the four games or yeah three of the four games in the playoff run um against this team no he hit them all no he missed it in the last game in the playoffs so like three of the four denver games he hit the over on this one so uh that's our player picks props um pickums whatever like if you're sports betting or if you're picking playing TJ, any final thoughts before we get out of here? We have a big NBA slate for Wednesday. Looking forward to that. It's going to be um, it's going to be NBA back in full swing on Wednesday for sure. Yep, big time. Um, I did see one question in chat from Richie Small's favorite for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year this year. My favorite for the MVP, I do think, is just going to be Jokic again. Uh, for Defensive Player of the Year, I think it's going to be Wemby. I think Victor Wembanyama is going to win Rookie and Defensive Player of the Year. All right, there you go. I, for one, have not looked into any season-long stuff um, as far as that. So I am going to do what I always do, and I'm not going to give an opinion on something I haven't looked into. So there you go. Um, that's going to wrap it up. As always, bankroll management, it's two-game slate. I know you're super excited for NBA to be back. Everyone's excited. Bankroll management. It's two-game slate. Enjoy it. It's going to be two really good games. But, again, it's two-game slate. Wednesday, big slate. Let's have some fun. Hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube. If you have, thank you. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.